The following podcast contains language that some may find offensive, concepts that some may find unsettling, and advice that some may find uncomfortable. It regularly contains ideas that have been described as questionable, outrageous, even immoral. Children should be shielded from its influence, and adults should proceed with caution. If you are still inclined to listen, be advised that nobody's nose makes no claim that you will emerge unaffected. You have been warned. So I'm standing on the bus the other day, and we're going for a while, and I feel something in my ass. I'm like, what the fuck? And I kind of turn around, and it's this lady with this big, huge fucking purse. And every time they hit the brakes on the bus, this purse swings back and forth, usually on the first swing going in between my ass cheeks. Now, what I'm thinking is, would it be considered rude if I tried to make a grab for her purse with my ass? And, like, what kind of timing is involved? Because I figured you'd have to lead the cheeks at least for half a second because, you know, the ass is way back there and it's not really that close to the brain so you would think that it would have a further way to go than to say your hand or something. Anyway, I was wondering if that would be considered a crime. Like grabbing someone's purse with your ass cheeks. If that could actually be considered, you know, like stealing. Do, do you want me to chime in on this? What Whatever has stopped you before? Well, haven't, we haven't really, I mean, you haven't introduced me yet. We're coming back. I thought we were going to come back with a more professional start. but wh- I mean, what kind of dumbass starts listening to this thing for the whatever show we're on? What show is this? Five? Six? I, I don't know. It's episode six of your podcast. Oh, that's the Return of the Jedi. No, what, what I'm saying is, is did you want me to, rather than do an intro and then introduce me and the way we, we keep talking that we'll eventually do it. Did you want me to just chime in? Because the thing that you were just talking about was interesting to me. You you said a couple of things. You, you want to know if... Let's just do this for people. Would grabbing a purse with your ass cheeks, would you... Number one, would you have to lead because of the pause between your brain and your ass? Number two, would it be considered a crime grabbing with your ass cheeks? Because it's not like... Grabbing by definition is something you do with your hands. You normally don't do with your ass. But I could do it. I could have grabbed that purse. I could have grabbed that I'm purse make, and pulled it off her shoulder. I'm going to make ass. the argument to you that your fingers are just as far away from your brain as your ass. Really? Stand up. Don't well, do it. What if I'm usually picking my nose? No, no, no. You've moved the fingers closer to your brain, but it's not a like a Wi-Fi connection. It mm. runs through your arm. You can stretch your fingers down to your ass, right? What are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is you don't need to lead. The first answer to your first question is you don't need to lead the clench. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's, I, I think that but catching, the, but the message catching is, with your ass is the same timing as catching with your fingers. N- well, no, let, let me disagree kindly, Dave. What I was trying to say, and I obviously did not do a very good job. I apologize. Um, so the messages that go from the, my brain to my hand are pretty quick, whereas the messages that go from my brain to my ass are, you know, there's a little bit of a pause because I never, like, sit down on the toilet and just immediately shit. There's usually some concentration involved. One, I don't it's, have it's to concentrate a, to sign my name. but it's, I, n- it's not a pause. It's a delay. 
or a delay, sorry. It's okay. That's fine. Well, no, it could be a pause. It's a pause. You know, it, it's not a stop because you still go. Now, if you were, I, how do I say this without being too graphic? Oh, God, now you're worried about that. If, if, you, had, um, if you had the barbarians at the gates, you know? If you had, if I was about to crown. Yes, there you go. In a crown car. Do people know about crown car? Anyway, listen. The signal that you would send from your brain to your ass to release. That's the same distance as clench or release your yeah, fingers. Yeah, but, but it's slower. What, the signal what? goes slower. No, it's not the signal that then causes the content to get out. That's not a signal. That's just an issue of like pressure and... Then why is plumbing. it? Why is it that if you told me draw a circle, I could draw a circle immediately? But if you said take a shit, I couldn't squeeze one out like on cue. You could still move the. You could still move your butt. You could still do whatever you need to do physically. Make it, it say just, what? What? Look, if you pull a trigger on a gun and there's no bullet in it, it doesn't fire. That doesn't mean that it. There was a delay. Yeah, but when I'm taking a shit, it'll eventually fire. I didn't want to start the episode talking about this. <laughs> What? I mean, what could you be expecting? That we'd be talking about, you know, fairies and flowers and shit? Well, you were talking earlier while you were getting ready for the episode. By the way, By this grabbing is... By grabbing a woman's purse with my ass. Well, we haven't gotten to the end of this. Okay, we'll get to the end of this. Here's the thing. I thought that was the end. My answer to your question was, yes, you, you could grab with the same amount of time. Because you're actually going to be clenching your butt cheeks. You're not going to be grabbing with your actual hole. Am I? I think that... If it's like a bullseye situation, you may actually get a little extra grip. Well, what, but... if, what if it's a zipper with a clasp on it, hanging off of it, like oh, a keychain? You mean the of end of the purse? Yeah. You actually, you actually get a straight bullseye. She, she bullseyes your your womp rat. Yeah, and with one deft motion, I would pull the zipper down and you know grab the contents. No, so here's okay. That's different than what you said. You said is grabbing at a crime. If a person is swinging their purse back and forth and it's hitting your ass. Well, no, no, I I just meant that would be a situation if the zipper had a clasp and a hanging type of chad, I guess. You know that I would grab with the hole. Sure, but in in terms a of a hole the, grab, I believe they whole, call it. A hole grab? Yeah. You you're grabbing the purse. The end of the purse with your cheeks, basically. Now, if you just did it and stopped and then looked back at her and said, hammer time or something like that, like that. Why would, would I say hammer time? Because you just stopped it. That's what you do. Oh, God, dude. Like, Grandpa, <laughs> what, can we what, get an older reference in hammer don't time? Don't you think that everyone on the bus would laugh? Because there'd be people watching this happen. Yeah, but if I'm going to take the trouble to, like, grab it with my ass cheeks, I'm at least going to disgorge the contents now, with the flex. Let's do imagine. let's do imagine that situation. The purse is swinging, you're sitting there, it keeps swinging up to your butt. Well, no, then, and not just butt, but a little bit of taint and back sack, too. That's fine. Taint and back sack, it's hitting. Yeah. Back and then, bacon. Then you suddenly clench, and it stops, and then you just turn your head over your shoulder and just say, hammer time. Imagine what that looks like to everyone else on the bus. That's probably the best thing they're going to see. Well, That's the, probably the best thing they've ever seen on the bus. Hey, he's not black. That's racist. That's what they'd say. So I'm going to say, how dare no. you invoke hammer? The answer to your second question. Yes. Is no, it's not a crime. Unless the minute you grab it, you then 
bolt forward for freedom and try to actually make it off the bus with her purse as if this was an elaborate purse snatching. Well, what if she has a diamond ring in her purse and when I grab it, it rolls down one of my butt cheeks and into my asshole. And I, and I walk away knowing that there's a ring in my ass. You're not you're not even in this position. This the situation you've described. There's no rolling out of a purse down your cheek and into your butt. The, the bus would had would have had to have upended. Well, no, it it was lurching forward quite a bit. I mean, it could have the momentum. I could have gotten the diamond ring in the ass from the momentum. I mean, it's science. Are Dave. you naked? On this bus? No, but my pants are kind of loose in the back sometimes. You're so I sagging figured, so low? Well, no, but it's, you know, I've lost a little weight. I've been exercising, been playing drums. Okay, taking all of the physical barriers of reality out of this situation, you want to know if a diamond ring was transferred from her purse into your asshole. By accident. By accident. From a lurching bus. Is that a crime? Yeah. No, you didn't. Unless you unless you did it with forethought. How about if I just ended up with a diamond ring in my asshole and I was just like, oh, it's there. And I didn't wait, say wait, anything. And you were like, again? Well, no, we're talking just just one instance, not like a repeat offender. But, you yeah, know, no, I just I have this. One of my theories of my whole life is that again is one of the funniest words. Oh, mine is in the butt. Um. Anyway, um, so who's asking the question? It doesn't really even matter, does it? It's just those three it does, words. Yeah, well, it doesn't ask, ask any question. Why do birds suddenly appear? In the butt? Oh, I see what you're saying. It, it fits yeah. a lot of situations. And, and like, it, have you ever thought about that song? Why do birds suddenly appear every time you are near? Now, let's look at that. Most birds eat, like, other dead animals and carrion. And so, like... Why do birds suddenly appear every time you are near? The answer is obviously because you smell like rotting meat. And wait, wait, wait. I just don't think that rates a song. <laughs> so you, no, but it answers the question in the song. Just like me, they want to be close to you. Yeah, but so that so, actually means the person asking the question is attracted to the to the smell of rotting meat, which does not say very much for the person singing the song. And like. Uh, now, I was going now to completely it, throw this idea away, now this, but now you've sold me on it that quickly. But yeah, so what what bothers me also is it's that like a it, zombie song. Well, it's kind of ironic because you know zombies eat other people, and and Karen Carpenter died of anorexia. So what does that say? She ate herself. There you go. The ultimate zombie. Anyway, um, okay. Have we have we gotten through this bus purse ass scenario now? Well, were we going somewhere with it? Yeah, well, I wanted to say, if you weren't going to introduce the show I mean, we, and introduce yourself, I'll do it. Because people need to understand that this is the right, token find, Asian. Find Dave. Find a purse. We'll do the test. We are not going to mythbuster your ass purse. My ass purse? Man, that sounds like flappy skin. Like a mythbust really, the ass purse. Really thick, like a real thick hemorrhoid. That's what an ass purse would be. Like a hemorrhoid so thick that it could actually grab something, like an octopus. Like a tentacle? No, like a sucker. Like one of the suckers on the on the tentacle. Like a hemorrhoid so thick, it's a sucker off of an octopus tentacle. Okay, listen. If you're listening, this is the token Asian. Oh, sorry, sorry. With Matt. It's and the token. <laughs> it's the token Asian. If you think you were going to listen to something normal, you're... Out of luck, motherfuck. We don't really have to have an opening okay. theme. Well, I thought that's what you were hinting at. No, no, I just think that 
eventually it's going to be nice to start the show with an introduction so that people because people really just start by listening to us talk and then have to figure out. Well, you know, if you're not going to go to issue number one, then you might not understand the story. All right. Right. But that's see. OK. The first X-Men comic that you read, was that issue number one? Yeah. You you were like, I hear the X-Men are good. I'm going to go back and no, I'm totally lying. Find... I know. Right? You know what I'm saying? You find what you find. You discover you like it. Then maybe you go it, back. And dude, you that would make me thing. like, God, that would make me like 55 years old, wouldn't it? Maybe even older. Yeah. Oh, the bones creaking. You are old. I'm older than shit. I'm older than fossilized shit. That is what I am, a shit fossil. So just so people understand. I'm Mr. Shit Fossil. You host the show. I run the boards. I just get everything recording for you. I set the levels. I, I and Then I introduce the segments of the show. Mm-hmm. You involve me in the conversation. That's fully your call. So that being said, um, what? What? we're into the show. It's your show. You're Matt. You start every episode prior to the recording. You spend some time in the green room. Yeah, that, that was a really bad pun, by the way. I, I apologize. Calling it the green room? Yeah, because I'm smoking weed. Green room, haha. Why are you apologizing for these things? Don't You don't need to. Oh, yeah, because you're the one that says it's always better to... Wait, what did you say? Oh, you say it's better to apologize and ask permission. So that applies to fucking in the ass. It's better to... <laughs> It's better to ask forgiveness than permission. Yeah, because it's there's all it's always better to get a surprised look than a horrified look. This isn't like some golden rule that you apply to everything. Well, I didn't realize we were talking about golden showers. Unless you have already gotten permission, you should not just rely on asking forgiveness for the uh, for the ass. So I I shouldn't just let it go and and then say sorry on the way down. Sorry on the way down. Yeah, is it? lands on the back or wherever you were a urine right or were we talking about shit we were talking about you brought up anal sex yeah none of this had to do with shit or piss yeah no no shit piss (laughs) spish spish (laughs) wow we sound cultured (laughs) now this might surprise you matt but there is a lot of stuff to talk about today there's a lot of stuff that has gone on we need to get into we need to get into it. I was going to ask you to talk about some of the artwork that you were drawing earlier, but I think we're actually past it. How are we past? You were going to open with talking about art. Well, no. How are we past Scrotilicus, the cy- Wait, you, cybernetic penis? You drew another Scrotilicus? Wait, I already drew one? You drew some kind of monster penis fighting a monster. Well, no, this is part. This is a half-robot one. Or we might call him the Great Mechabone or the Bait and Tackle Bot. I still haven't. Said you have one. multiple. Na- Let me see. The- you know what? That kind of. You know what that looks like? That looks like in um in Superbad. It looks like one of his drawings that he got caught doing because when he was a kid he drew dicks. Hey man, that movie was true. Is that a little tank or a little boat down there? No, below? that's a tank shooting a- around. But look, the <laughs> Scrotilicus is bulletproof. As shown, as that that uh, round armor piercing round does not, in fact, pierce Scrotilicus, showing that he's he's bulletproof. I will put a picture of this up. And then, hold on, I'm going to need to make a note to make sure I don't miss doing this. You don't Go. sound very enthusiastic about Scrotilicus. Well, does he not get a rise out of you? <laughs> are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? 
All right. I can't believe I just okay. wrote Scrotilicus down on a I paper. I just thought of something. Maybe I should make the testicles fenders and then have them be on wheels. Like a big cock-shaped Segway. Does it move? Are those segmented sections so it can, we yeah. can move around yeah. like, a, like a big uh, dinosaur neck? Yeah, it's, it's, it's like a big, din- like a flex, like a vacuum cleaner hose. And Matt, are those, is that lightning coming off the tip? It's a combination of lightning and semen. So you're telling me that's electricity and fluid? Yeah, it's kind of a um, plasma. It's like a semen plasma. You know, it's a new thing. Is it? Semen plasma. <laughs> Splasma. I was, you know, <laughs> if you didn't say it, I, I was going you to. Know, I'm psychic, oh. too. I've been working on that. <laughs> okay, good. Splasma. So what was the other picture you want to show me before we get into? You were talking about how you did this a lot when you were younger. Did what? Drew a lot of stuff like this. Mm, no, not this refined. No, not this refined? There's usually just stick figures pissing on each other. I was sent to the, I told you, I was sent well, to the corner. Not on this show, but you did on another podcast series. Oh, by the did. way, I was sent to the corner in preschool for drawing a stick figure urinating on another stick figure. Yes. So this part of your life goes back all the way to the beginning. Yeah. And for all you parents think that it's just a phase, look at me. It ain't. <laughs> um, oh, and then the other drawing I have here is the Labasaurus. Or maybe clitoridactyl, or maybe mega meat flapula. I'm not sure where I got that one. Um, but it's a fire-breathing vagina with wings and kind of a weird segmented tail. And that one's got a little bit of a... That one's got like a... Um, Eva... What was that Japanese animation with the angels? Oh, <laughs> Neon Genesis. That's got like kind of like a little bit of a Neon Genesis vibe there, doesn't it? Yeah, I guess so. If, if it was a vagina instead of an angel. So, Matt, I probably should have done this earlier so we could use some of this stuff for it. But, Matt, what's on your mind? Well, I mean, judging from my sketchbook, kaiju genitalia animation. And isn't that what everyone's thinking about? No. Hmm. But I think that um, this has been something that you've been into for a long time. So that's what's on your mind. Like, you you didn't want to get into something new. The last time we were here, we did the Star Wars Force Awakens special. Mm Mm-hmm. that is that that episode, has... which I thought would have been better with Yoda and Jetpack dragging his nutsack across BB-8, or no R2D2. Yes, yes, you did. You to drew a picture it, of it, up. and we put it on the blog page for the episode. A lot of people have listened to that more than I mean, it got the most listens faster than any other episode we've done, which is pretty cool. And I would like to think that was because I was that much funnier on that show, probably, and had nothing to do whatsoever with Star Wars. I'm sure that wasn't the case. Yeah. I think maybe we got a few delusional, <laughs> flying my delusional. So we're gonna we're gonna just say in terms of what's on your mind, we've heard what's on your mind. We've started the show. We're past it. So let's get to the next segment. What's on my behind? Or no, what's in my behind? Wait, there's more. No, but what I was trying to say was mm-hmm. these things were written. This idea of segments were written with the idea that there would the show would start with an introduction to the show, and then we would go into the show. Oh, this is the token Asian. Welcome to the show. Yeah, yeah. and then you'd explain who you were, and you'd explain who I was, and then I would say, all right, Matt, well, as we always do, we're going to start with our well, first you, segment. Well, you don't the wanna, first segment is, what's on your mind? Well, you don't want to treat you don't want to treat the audience like they're totally stupid. I mean, token Asian, I mean, well, he's Asian and he smokes weed. I mean, what else is there to Are say? Are they supposed to understand from your voice that you're Asian, that you're the token Asian? Well, I can work on it. 
I am talking Asian. But we don't want to do that show. I love America. Hustler Magazine. Hooker. I like big car, not small little car for small little dick, cause I have big dick. I like a big Ford, big Ford car, big dick. Oh, sorry, I went into the red, didn't I? Then <laughs> you went into the yellow. Oh yeah. <laughs> Keeping it real, real yellow. So Matt, the next segment we tend to do after we do what's on your mind mm-hmm. is we've lately we've been doing this week in weed. Oh, um. Oh, and you have something for it? Because yeah. I was going to suggest something, but if, if you have something, we may go with that. Yeah. Um, for all you people that are buying bong cleaner, the easy way to make bong cleaner is get 99% rubbing alcohol, mix it with equal part of orange cleaner, and then pour some regular old 99 cent a thing table salt into that. Shake it up, and you just made yourself bong cleaner that won't cost you 20 bucks a bottle or whatever the hell you're paying for it. And if, if you don't mind that your bong smelling kind of smoky and carbony, you can just use the rubbing alcohol and salt. You don't even have to put the orange cleaner in it. I, I just like putting orange cleaner in it because it makes it smell better. It gets all that real carbon type smell. Okay. And and you're saying they sell bong cleaner? Yeah, at- they sell. I've seen it anywhere from like 10 to 20 bucks a, for, you know, just a pint and uh, that's not necessary, you know, because when you're paying that much for it, you're not going to clean it as much but as often, you and you should clean it. could make your own type of bong cleaner and sell it as a product. Yeah, but you would need to get a hazardous materials license, wouldn't you? <laughs> 99% rubbing alcohol. Yeah, probably. I don't know. So this is this is oh, what... Oh, you, you mean hippie style on the sly, sell it out the back of your car kind of action. Yeah, or like, exactly. Dave. Craft fair. Dave. Craft fair bong cleaner. Dave, that's illegal. And not promoted. But this isn't a consumable. This isn't a, this isn't something people are going to ingest. You never know. Some of these fucking pot smokers are real dumbasses. So they might use the cleaner as a bong water. No, they just might drink it after they get the munchies. I've seen people smoke weed and eat some pretty interesting shit. Never shit, though, which... Oh, you meant shit as a euphemism. Yeah. Yeah, Dave. It's a euphemism. Are we ready to move on to the next segment? Because we've actually got a pretty full next segment. You made that sound kind of sexual, Dave. I'm enticed. Okay. There's not. There's probably not a lot here Intrigued, that is Intrigued, one could say. Engorged with, well, blood. This is the segment that we do every mm-hmm. episode, yeah. except for the special, but every other episode we've done it. It's where people get advice or they get answers to dilemmas that they have from you. It's called Ask Matt. And I'm supposed to be nice. Also known as Dear Ashy. (laughs) Oh, Lord have mercy. What was I thinking? Okay. We had a couple of questions from places that we have not received questions from. We actually had some people. In the butt? No, we've just been, we've been branching out a little bit. People have been finding out about us other places, which is cool. And a person, now remember, I, I disguise most people's names. Most people, you can't really track them down off of these questions unless they intended to be. So the first person, actually, through asking the question, I'm going to identify who they are. A person could figure out who this was. And the reason is because this is one of the hosts of a podcast called the Moonhawk Podcast. Uh, his name is Hernan or Hernan. Hernan? It's H-E-R-N-A-N. He's one of the hosts. Hernan? I guess. Doesn't that seem like a pretty American way of pronouncing it? Uh, Hernan? I don't fucking know, Dave. This is my first Hernan. I'm going to guess it's Hernan. All right. 
I'll have to listen to his podcast more well, so I can it's hear not the their last pronunciation. Or not. Maybe in their podcast, they actually introduce themselves in the beginning, and so people who know who they're listening to. Yeah. So, the question is, is he a snide fucker as well? Um, well, kind of, because listen to this. This is the question he asked, and I know I, I actually will be surprised if you have an answer other than what I think it is. The question he asked is, have you watched Making a Murder? And if you didn't, are you a fucking communist? No and yes. Oh, you haven't watched it, and yes, you're a communist. Yeah, I mean, if, if being a communist is negative in his mind, then sure, why not? Okay, you answered that succinctly. I like that. Uh, there's probably not much more well, to no, go like, about it. Like, I know what it is. It's a Netflix series that everyone's okay. watching right now. Well, that's a big deal well, about apparently, it. apparently, I'm not everybody, Dave. <laughs> that's And that's... I'm not doing that on purpose. I'm not trying to say, hey, I'm different. Look at me. I just don't watch that shit. I think you would watch it if you... You probably should. It's about a guy who uh, apparently they uh, railroaded into prison for... They convict him of a murder, and there's a lot of question about whether or not he actually did it or not. So the case is essentially being made into a show, so you can kind of like, you know, second guess them. I haven't watched it yet either, not because I'm a communist, but because I just haven't had time yet, but it's on my list. I'm going to watch it. Well, I probably won't, so sorry to disappoint you. I'm a disappointment sometimes. That's how life is. Life is all about dark and light. I think you wrote a song about it one time. Hit the music. Ivory and ivory. No, no, not that song. Oh. This one. I'm just a disappointment. My happiness been wasted away. I'm just a disappointment. It's best if I went away today. Let's move on to the next question. All right, yeah. From a different Was that community. an answer, by the way? Was that a good answer? I mean, I Good enough. There's not really a great answer for a question. Yeah, cuz like I mean, if someone Oh, have you seen this TV show that I watch? You haven't? Well, you're a communist. I mean, Or like, are you? Well, the, I think the No, listen. The point of that was to basically suggest Shame that, me into watching the show. Suggest that everybody should be watching yeah. it. But what I wanted to definitely include that question because I was I thought it was nice enough for Hernan from the Moonhawk podcast what to you, shoot a question our way. What did you talk about? On moon, what's Moonhawk like the moon? Well, people will just have to tune in to Moonhawk podcast to find out. See, see how I set you up for that, Dave. So I've got another questioner named Frank P, and this is a person who comes from another group of people who we hadn't really been involved with with the podcast before. I, I wasn't part of this group before, so I I put out a call for some questions, and he was interested in the podcast. He subscribed, and he had some questions about it. Here is what he asks about you. What kind of guest is this person, and what is their profession? What person? I assume he means you. It was an interesting worded question. I wasn't sure if he meant what kind of host of the podcast, or on second reading, maybe he means, like, if you go to someone's house, what kind of a guest are you? One that doesn't involve the police. You won't get the cops called on someone. Yeah. You, so you're saying you're quiet. Yeah, I'm quiet, and any kind of whatever I do... After I drink too much, I don't drink anymore, but in the days when I did drink too much, it won't involve the cops. It'll just involve something breaking. <laughs> so, so you will destroy things. Yeah, but it won't be stuff that's, you know, high ticket price. I once saw you go through an awning of a retail establishment from an apartment up above it. You ended up on the sidewalk down below. Dave, it was a long time ago. I liked to impress the ladies through drinking and stunts. You were doing some sort of circus-like routine on the railing outside the apartment. Mating ritual is how I like to 
refer to it as? They didn't fix that awning for a long time. Well, a mat-sized hole remained in that awning for a number of years, if I remember correctly. Well, that just added that to the collection of my other mat-sized hole. Sing! So two, so two mat size hole. I thought you'd say it was I'm mat size holes oh, all over. God, no, I, I don't, I don't need to get angry emails. <laughs> well, we've got a few more questions. Oh Lord, Lord, Lord. Okay, so that's actually pretty decent. Um, uh, wh- what, what, what is your profession? He wants to know. So what was it? Last? What kind of a, what kind of a guest are you? Oh, I'm, I'm a guest. It's not going to cause trouble. That's cool. And what is your profession? But I'll, I might smoke weed on your lawn. That's not a profession, is it? Mm, no. How would you describe your profession? I'm what's known as a cut and paste jockey. <laughs> I make a lot of money through cutting and pasting. You work with computers? Yeah. Okay. I'm a cut and paste jockey. You're kind of like Richard Pryor in Superman 3. Mm, I don't remember that one. I do remember him in The Toy, although I'm ashamed I saw that movie. Uh, you remember The Toy more than Superman 3? Well, by Superman 3, the whole muscular guy in Tice thing lost its luster. Okay. Frank added something afterwards. He added a by the way to his question. Uh, He says, by the way, I am half Thai, half Polish, born in America, and have been that token Asian, not only because I smoke the dank, but because I've often been the only Asian in the room. Welcome to the small but high club. Now... I like that. I like that. Uh, so I'm false advertising is what he's saying. Half Thai, half Polish. I once told you that, that I knew. But, but that, doesn't that disqualify both of us from being token Asian? Since we're both Asians and smoke weed, we're not token. Oh, but he was saying he was the token Asian um, in other situations. So we, we just can't ever meet or there will be no token Asian anymore. Because no. because token would, would say that it's the only Asian in, Actually, in a group. No, no, no. So if two Asians came together, then, then it becomes the to- a, you become a unit of two. You're the token Asians. Yeah, but that's not token Asian. No, we just think of you as a unit, though. Oh, so we could like. Sp- We're not inviting we- Frank over. Well, you know, if, if he may not even be from here, I think he's from like the middle of the country. Oh, well, dude, I don't know. There's got to be a way to set up some sort of Skype bong. <laughs> Skype bong. Yeah. The, now he's half Thai, half Polish. And I one time told you about a woman that I knew that was half Japanese, half Norwegian. And you had a very interesting question that came to mind immediately when I said that. Do you remember what the question was? Which half? <laughs> wow. No. <laughs> I don't know. That was it. You said, you looked at me quizzically and you said, how does something like that happen? And then you paused and said, was there a plane crash? Yeah, that Which sounds I like something was, I would say. I thought that was pretty good. That's a pretty good way for for uh, interesting combinations to occur. Yeah, well, I mean, that's either that or or like they were. What do they call it when when they go from immigration and then they? Uh, God, I'm really high. Um, Chocolate babies. <laughs> no, <laughs> Rita Moreno. Um, anyway, <laughs> I totally forgot what I was saying. What do they call it when they? And we were talking about how uh, people from different oh, oh, parts yeah. of the world could end up coming together yeah, and maybe, having children. Well, when they, what do they call it when they're immigration and they have to say the... Uh, the uh, oath? The oath, yeah, whatever. They have to, to say, take the oath? Yeah, they have to take the oath. What do they call that? Taking the oath? Swearing allegiance? I guess. Whenever... Pledging allegiance. Pledging allegiance. Like, they could have been at one and it was hot and they had to take all their clothes off and then one of them tripped and fell on the other and they fought accidentally. That is insane. And then that's how that happened. There's literally every other possibility <laughs> <I know>. before <laughs> that one. 
Or, you know, maybe one of them was mowing the lawn. I believe I and... fell into her was just used as a rape defense, actually, successfully by some rich guy. Did it? Yeah, I don't I don't know the details of it, but hey, it was man. in the news. That, if yeah. affluenza can pass pretty much anything, can it? <laughs> Seriously, right? We know our courts are run by rich people. Why just say it out loud? For the next little while, these questions are going to come from people that you may or may not have encountered in your life. I'm just going to give you that. Uh, the first one is Eric M., he says, on average per day, how much THC does Matt consume? Not judging. Also, preferred method of consumption. Yes, you are, and I will tell you. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, it's hard to say because I, I smoke it, and, and I like to make uh, chocolate and other kind of candy. Uh, soon to hopefully make some cotton candy. We're going to call it pot and candy. Pretty clever, huh? Um, you you get all over my case for stuff like that. I'm so proud. Oh, God. Hot and candy. He he just looked at me like I was his, his kid. I was very uncomfortable because I know that Dave would immediately send me. If I was Dave's kid, he would immediately send me to military school because I need it. Or I needed it. You need some discipline. Yeah, but you can't really tamp down the mind. And that's where my problems lie. I mean... Not that I want to be a paraplegic, but even if I was a paraplegic, I could probably cause a lot of trouble. So do you, do you have any way that you can tell someone who perhaps also knows about weed how much you consume in a day? He said how much THC, but um, is there a measurement? Oh, you mean like uh, a breathalyzer for that kind of thing? Just how do you, how do you let him know how much, how much you consume in a day? Um, if you Okay, how about this? Maybe he can extrapolate from this. If you buy a quantity of weed what is that quantity and how long does it last you mm, it's hard to say because i'll buy like an amount and then like i'll buy another amount but the first amount wasn't done yet so it's kind of difficult because i like to overlap them because i'd rather have too much than not enough that's actually a good way to look at life is it's always better to have too much than not enough we can use some some basic like public school math to figure this out when you buy the amount, mm -hmm. how many days until half of it is gone? I don't know. Come on. Well, I, I, I empty the bag into a jar. I can't tell. You, you can see into the jar. Yeah, but I don't stare at the jar. I just <laughs> look at the top and see if there's any in there. So for someone like me that doesn't know, I might think 10 days. It lasts 10 days. Of course, I don't know the quantity. Sure. You haven't said the quantity. Oh, an, in like high an school, ounce. In high school, people bought a gram for $10 when I was in high school. Oh, man. I don't think I could... Fill one of my the cavities in my teeth with a gram. So so an ounce is how much? Sixteen grams. Oh, I thought you meant price, and I was like, I don't want to talk about price because I get a deal. Um, or is it thirty-two? Wait, what was the question? How many grams in an ounce? I was told there'd be no math. <laughs> uh, how many grams are in? I should know this, shouldn't I? How many grams are in? Uh, it's like fourteen point seven or something. No. Or is that a half? No, that's a half, I think. To the computer! For pop math. Then now the feds are going to think you're, like, dealing with It's weed. just over 28, so I was wrong. I don't know. I would think I was thinking... Yeah, so 14, so 14 point whatever is half. Was 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 a half yeah. when they said... Okay, so that's fine. Yes, I just used... I just Googled pop math. I'm so fucking proud. Okay. So what was... So... The question was... How much weed do I smoke? Yeah. So I'll buy a ounce and... That'll usually last a couple weeks, I guess. Maybe less. Well, 10 to 14 days. 10 to 14 days, probably 12. 
Yeah, something like that. Okay. So you're on like because I overlap. You're on like a three ounce cycle. My God, you made it sound like menstruation, but yeah, I guess. <laughs> okay. So that's a good answer, though. You, I think you should say the I'm weed a... is really good. This because you this also night. use some of it for cooking. Yeah. Okay. Confectioning. So. Greg B asks, oh, and you gee. may. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> it's a two-part question. He's such a master of disguise, this Greg B. Well, I've disguised his name. Uh, you failed miserably. How have you survived all of these years? And between 1996 and today, what have you been doing? What a tall fucking order from Greg B. Um, what was the first question? <laughs> How have you survived all of these years? Um. Honestly, probably because I quit drinking and start smoking weed. Because uh, now I don't drive <laughs> and wonder how I got home and that kind of thing. If I can throw in with this, uh, having witnessed what you just said, watching you quit drinking and start smoking weed, I can agree with that. I, that probably is why you're alive right now. Well, I, and, and like just looking at my driver's license, I'm definitely thinner. Because <laughs> man, I was I was definitely not pushing sumo or anything, but definitely getting kind of thick. So it's probably a good thing because uh, I'm sure it's way more difficult to lose weight when you're older than when you're younger. Dave's nodding his head and weeping softly. <laughs> um, anyway, hey. no, that's probably what that's. No, I, I, I think that's why. And also because I uh, figured out that I had pretty bad ADHD and, and uh, got medicated properly for that. Fantastic. That I also saw that happen. So yes, that's that's a very serious answer on this funny show. Uh, between 1996 and today, what have you been doing? He says. Well, Greg B, it's what I haven't been doing, and I haven't been doing nothing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, I know that. I mean, <laughs> no, whatever. That I've basically, I mean, it, that goes through the end of Red Rocket, but then it, it, it doesn't really take into account the hit. So you did the hit. I did the hit. Played music. You sang and played guitar in the hit. Yeah. Which you you went to Europe with it. Went to Spain and saw like how much the crowd enjoyed that kind of music and then came back to Seattle and saw how bored everyone just really needed to look. And I said, you know what? It's time to retire. Let's go out on a good note because there's nothing worse than a bitter musician because bitter musicians always get reunions. They want to do reunions and stuff so they can rewrite their history. Well, oddly, that segs nicely. If I stop you there, it segs nicely into the next question from another person. Oh, no. I see where this is going already. Michael C. asks, when and where is the 1007 and or Red Rocket reunion show happening? Michael C. Oh, fuck. I know who this is. I don't know. Probably on the same bill as the 710 split reunion. Oh, a select few people listening will understand okay. that exchange. Right, no, well, I, that makes it good. Let's just no, go on. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't want to make this one of those elitist podcasts where it's like, he, he, he said my name. Oh, yeah. I'll tune in next time. He said my name. Woo. Oh, uh, no. Uh, let me. Um, ten o when is the 1007? Personally, I'd rather see, if I jump in, I'd rather see a 1007 reunion. Uh, I'm not the one with the families and shit, so, so ask you, someone else. Would you actually do that? Because there's actually a, like very cool dudes who are around and could probably put that together with you. Would I agree to it if the other people agreed to it? Yes. What, are, you, are you talking about with Matt Knowles? I don't know if anyone knows where Matt Knowles is. Oh. Um, you don't need to No, we've got a much better option than, than Matt Knowles. Yeah, but I thought... No offense, Matt Knowles, but there's a guy named Soto out there that plays a bass. Well, yeah, but I thought he sold all of his equipment for porno. 
Yeah, but that that black crown keeps making the money, man. I think he bought some more equipment. Well, he, he sold all of his equipment for porn. I don't know. I just remember that he liked porn. Like, really liked it. I mean, he had good taste. It's not like I'm saying that, oh, I'm looking down on him. I, I'm, I admired his collection. <laughs> okay. So you, I, I'm getting that even though you don't like answering questions directly or well, I am, I'm getting the Wait, idea. are you saying I'm avoiding? I'm getting the idea that you could be talked into a 1007 reunion. Well, okay. It, it'll never happen because I don't see any of them having time to practice, let alone, you know, actually get good. And can I... Can I throw this out there? This says and slash or, which means some combination could happen. I'm going to say right now, you, Jeff Ganson, Soto, and Freidenberg could do a very nice 10 of 7 reunion. Freidenberg? Doesn't he have like a shitload of kids? <laughs> Dude, this is life. People find ways to make things happen. They find ways to do, you know, Dude, to have last fun. I heard he had more kids than the Brady fucking bunch. Both sides. <laughs> Uh, he'll have to apparently send the, you a question was, next time. He was of stout. He's stout of seed. Apparently, that Scott, those Scottish roots, stout of seed. By the way, avoiding the question again. So I'm just throwing those names out there. But that he, would be a great. But group he was of never in 1007, in was he? Right, and or mix. Oh, I'm red mixing rocket it together. I'm making because I mean the red rocket well, thing's you, not going to happen. Well, yeah, it's not going to happen. So the 1007 thing seems more likely. Yeah. Okay, so sorry, I'm still. I'm gonna kind, move on. I'm, I'm gonna still kind of. I'm still kind of high. Well, that's that's what we do on this show. I'm, I'm sorry, I said that wrong. That's what you do on this show. It's expected. Freudian slip. Not at all. Secondhand um, smoke. Now, weirdly, I'm sure in no high way, for free. in no way connected to the person who asked the previous question, someone named Kate B. Now, I would never. Uh, no, I just want to make it clear. I would never say that. Matt Knowles is better than Soto. I, I was just thinking back because we've been talking about Chainsaw Orchestra. Yes. Um, so Soto, I because still... Because we talked about the disappointments. I'm still down with crowning in no, a crown car. A disappointment's off of the, off of the, uh, the record Soto's on. Yeah. Okay. We weren't talking about You're Cool. Or we weren't talking about uh, Chainsaw Orchestra this yeah, episode. We, not this episode, but a previous one. You remember? <laughs> Hot smoker with the no no memory. <laughs> no, you've used fall that into this cliche days. Fall into the cliche. Matt, apparently don't you don't remember that most spot. episodes of this podcast you've used that excuse for not remembering stuff. Oh, okay. Douche, Dave. Douche. Now, uh, possibly, I mean, not necessarily connected to the previous person who asked the question. Kate B asks, Matt, are you, you st- go for on. the for the record? You two are the most unslick couple I've ever met. Anyway, keep going. They're not the ones who disguise their names. I am. You can't blame them for the way I'm doing this. All right, dude, you suck balls at this. I mean, couldn't you have at least named them like I'm doing you know, it Zippy the, and I'm doing Beefy it, or something? I'm doing it this way so that you'll know who it is, but people who listen to this podcast that don't know them won't know who it is. Okay, well, cut out the part where I identified them. Oh, who could that be? <laughs> Matt, are you still only dating women whose names start with E? No. <laughs> That's what she gets for asking a yes no question. No, um, am I? No, I don't. I, I, I never. That was just like a coincidence that I dated like three people in a row that I think their names were E. Yeah. Yeah, and there's not a lot of 
I mean, that's that doesn't seem like it's entirely common. Well, the, all three of them were freaks. What can I say? Oh, okay. So you're not. You've actually, and you moved on since then. You dated someone that whose name didn't start with E. Isn't that true? I've dated many people that haven't. Lots and lots. I've fucked a lot of sluts, Dave. I thought you would know that by now. I'm a musician. I fuck anything that drops shadows, as Spinal Tap was fond of saying. All right. We've got one more question that was written in, and then I actually have an audio question for you that you'll have to listen to. Um, and I think that one's going to be something special. But Rich H. asks, who's the most famous you ever smoked weed with? I don't know if they'd want me saying. Is there the most famous that you're willing to say? No. If you move uh, down the list? You can't say uh, yeah. that because all the famous people you've smoked weed with are people who, who you respect? Well, I, I wouldn't say I respect them, but I just, I'd want to be in control of that kind of thing because not, it's not legal everywhere. So I don't want to get anyone in trouble. So you don't, you don't smoke and tell? No, but, uh, you know, I'm down for smoking weed with whoever, as long as they got some. <laughs> but from now on, you should probably ask when it's someone of note, Hey, I get questions about this shit. Can I tell them that I smoked with you? And, <laughs> I wouldn't go through all that trouble. I mean... It, it's probably not the people that you think. How's that? Is that will that make me it's, happy? It's probably not the people that you think. I don't know who he would think, but... Well, whoever um, it is, it's probably not them. Okay. All right. Now, this is something interesting that has happened, Matt. I recently became aware of this kid. I'm, I'm going to let him introduce himself to you in the question because he does. Listen to this without making any comment. And when it's done, say whatever you're thinking. What kind of test is this, man? It's a question. Yeah, I'm gonna, like, you know, I have self-control issues. I know, but... I'll, okay, I won't say anything. But here... So I'm going to play it. Just listen, and then we'll talk about it, okay? Mm. Here's the question. Mm. Okay, hey, what's up, Matt? This is Taylor Jepson. You've probably heard of me. Um, I am in the band White Wall Redundancy, and uh, we're, we're currently recording. Um, we'll be... You know, probably, probably, you know, playing some shows soon, maybe, I don't know. Um, kind of depends. Anyway, I wanted to ask you this question, because, like, you know, like, you're in Red Rocket, I guess, and, like, the hit, I guess. And, like, I think maybe Botch, I don't know. Um, but Botch was good, I guess. Um, so I just kind of wanted to know, like, knowing that me, Taylor Jepson, is going to be pretty much, like, oh, I don't know, like, the next... Wes Nightmare, uh, but better. Um, so basically like an emo superstar, like an emo core superstar. Like my question is just basically like, how do you think I'll deal with all that fame? That has to be a joke. Taylor Jepson. Like that was, if this was in a movie, I would have trouble believing it. Like it would, it would take me out of that, you know, you were leaving the movie like it. That sounds to me like someone trying to irritate the hell out of me. This kid has an audio diary about his band. His band is called the White Wall Redundancy. Now, now does he really talk like that? Have you heard kid? You, that's the thing. Like, well, he started out with I should know who he is. Like, how? No, no, no. That's the thing. I he, you probably heard of me. You've probably heard of me. I mean, he said he was going to be OK. If I, if I heard right, he said he was going to be the next emo superstar, kind of like Wes Nightmare. Do you know who he was referencing there? Fuck no. Like I'm wearing an American Nightmare t-shirt. He was referencing the singer of this band, Oh well, who now sings for a band called Cold Cave. Well, how the fuck am I supposed to know that? I know. 
But see, he also said he knows you were in Red Rocket and the hit and I don't know, botch maybe. Like, I think it sounds to me like he's been reading stuff off of someone's website. Well, guess whose website? Because I just put up a botch video on nobody's So he may have gone on there and seen the token Asian thing next to the botch thing. I don't know. But yeah, I, I've never been in botch. Yeah, I, I've watched I, know, them. I, I know that. But if, I think he just these kids just don't take in the time to well, like know what the hell's going on. No, that on. totally sounds like someone acting like like a caricature. I mean, it doesn't even sound like a real person. Okay. It sounds like if someone programmed a video game about something that they hadn't they didn't really know anything about so and Matt, had to make a character. So, I would say that that may be the case. All right, what what was the may, question? I'll answer so, the question. Well, hold, well, he asked how do you think he's going to deal with fame? How, how um well, if, if you're as well adjusted as I think you are, you're probably going to put a gun to your head and shoot yourself. But uh, so you don't you don't see good things for this Taylor Jepsen character. Yeah, well, he's not getting off on a very good. See, I'm I'm starting to insult the guy. I'm supposed to be positive. Shit, it's hard <laughs> well, to be is... positive because about this because I can see his future. Well, how about this? It doesn't look. How good. about this? I will give you one more piece of the puzzle of Taylor Jepsen, mm-hmm. and then you can go back and try to answer the question. Okay, because like you said, yeah, this just shows up. He's got Down syndromes. No, this just shows up, and I'm like, who the hell are you? Right, and he's like, "I'm I'm Taylor Jepsen. I do the White Wall Redundancy. It's my band." That name sounds kind of familiar for some reason, dude. I don't actually know what a lot of these kids are doing right now. Like, if especially if it's not like straight up like straight edge hardcore, because I know kind of what's going on a little bit with that. But you branch out a little bit, and it it gets weird. So I don't know. He says I do an audio diary, and he sends in the audio diary. So I'm going to play you a portion of this audio diary okay. this kid does, and you can hear the kind of stuff this kid is concerned about and how he represents himself. You're making it really hard for me to be positive with this thing. That's fine. All right. Fuck. Okay. Okay. This is Taylor Jepsen. Um, I'm the singer frontman for White Wall Redundancy. Um, it's... It's an emo band, a hardcore band, you know, at the same time. Kind of kind of like early saves the day, I guess. Except I don't I don't wear a scarf. But anyway, um some the I started playing a song a cappella recently somewhere. And apparently some people heard it and they were talking, talking, talking shit about it. They're, they're talking shit about it. Okay. And, you know, I'm not the type of person to call people out in public because, you know, in the end that doesn't solve nothing. And... But anyway, um, yes, just to clear the air, it was Connor. Connor Vick was, he was basically talking about how this song was just a ripoff of Ryan Adams covering a T-Swift song and then calling me Taylor Swift to make fun of me. And I'm like, whatever, dude, I've known you since seventh grade. You know that my parents' names are Stan and Stan. Stevie, Stan and Stevie Jepsen. My yes, my mom's name is Stevie 
please don't bother me about it. Um, no, my parents are not gay either. Um, no, I am not gay either. Connor, fuck you. Um, but you know, this whole thing got me thinking about just sort of rock stardom in general, you know? And like, the reason I'm reluctant to play these songs is because, one, nobody will say they're good because they're jealous because they're not in the band yet that I know of. <laughs> and, you know, or second, they just, you know, they're haters. Like, I get that, like, metal is really cool right now. And I get that, like, uh, Brace War is, like, everyone's favorite band, even the singer from Man Overboard, which is, like, what the fuck, you know? Like, he's basically a god, and he's wearing a Brace War t-shirt, like, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I like Brace War. I totally do. I dig, I dig the demo. But anyway, um, you know who hates Brace War? Doug Baldwin. He, he, he thinks they suck. <laughs> he told me that yesterday. Anyway, um... You know, what people need to understand is, is playing this music is really hard for me because it comes from the heart, you know? And that's really, that's emo. And I'm not afraid to say that basically white wall redundancy is gonna pretty much be the greatest emo core band ever, except for Mineral. Because nobody will ever top that. So, dude, that was that was, so, that was a rough ride, dude. Don't fucking do that to me again. <laughs> well, I wanted you to have some context dude, on like, the person who asked you the question about how... Dude, I'm still not sure if that's real. What the, what the hell was he talking about, dude? I don't know. His friend... I, okay. So here's the thing. This guy... Well, I I'm think a, this I'm kid... A, okay. He's, I think he's this out, kid okay, drives he, around in the rain and records himself. No. Well, I, I, you know what I think? I think he might have some sort of chemical imbalance and I'm, I'm hesitant about saying anything for out of fear that he's going to kill himself. And then somehow uh, podcast, you know, devil kills child or something like, because that was fucked up. That was like <laughs> three or four levels of fucked up each level getting more and more fucked up. It was like that Bruce Lee movie where he had to, you know, go up that tower thing and you know, you, Oh yeah. Like, oh man. And, he, that was like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar tower level fucked up, like, like it's, the dragon. No, no, it, it, it was the uh, return. Is it Return of the Dragon? Oh God, okay, I don't know. That's no, Game boring. of Death. It was Game of Death. Game of Death. When he was in the yellow jumpsuit, not a good look in my opinion. But hey, who am I? Um, a classic look though. A classic look. I wanted to see more leather. What can I say? I, I I'm a sucker for a Chinese man in leather. Okay. Um, so let's, but but it's fair to say that you've been away from the music scene for a while. Well, I mean, it, it does. Matt, they it, they do jokes on Saturday Night Live now about how kids act this way, talk this way, sound this way. Like this is this is kind of the reality of. I mean, this is like m millennial oh reality. God. So so basically, like like that one weirdo from every scene is like is the scene now. <laughs> That might actually be true, but who knows what the scene is? This could be all in this kid's head. I don't know anything about this kid. How do people get that diluted? Is that from the parents? Just like, you know, positive reinforcement? Is this the result of participation medals and not champions and losers? 
I don't know, but that kid's fucked up. I mean, like, like he's fucked up, fucked up. He's like, like, usually you have kids with a quirk or two, but like, he was all quirk. Like, there was no, like, taking it back down to earth time. It was, it was all hot air balloon time for that guy. Well, let's say, okay, who knows what he, like, if you were just having a conversation with the guy, actually, haven't you ever had a conversation with a person who, who you were like, dude, you don't have to keep telling me about yourself. Just fucking talk like a normal person. No. Well, I, I usually like stop those guys. Like, dude, you got to not talk to me. Right. But here's the thing. Okay. This person is not having a conversation with anyone. They're recording like with the idea that people will listen to what they're saying. So it's, I think it's all a perform. He's seeing talking into his phone as he's driving as a performance. Well, I like he, he's got such shallow ideals. And like, what would you expect from someone who's that young? Like, you know, they don't have these. They haven't lived long enough. Yeah, to we have assume. Any kind of- I mean, he's obviously driving. So we assume he's a high school kid or he just stole or- the car. <laughs> he's a musician, man. He's living on the edge. No, <laughs> like like that's disturbing. That that makes me not ever want to pick up a kid who needs a ride home. Like, because cause those are hands that would be wrapped around my neck. You know, that, that's what I see. So you think that that's a sociopath? Well, duh. I mean, like, listen to the guy talk. He's about rock stardom. He's positive. He's going to reach rock stardom. And everyone's but jealous. Do you remember? Right. They won't be in the band with him because they're jealous or whatever. Yeah. And, I, and I've met, like, people like that. But... He was like a, a like like his body sucked in all the essence of all of these people that I've met like that. Like he was. That's why I thought it was fake because it sounded like a caricature of all these people. Like he had all the bad traits that are usually shared within the entirety of the scene and not in one person. I mean, goddamn. Well, look. Just because he sent in a question to the podcast, Dude, that's who, that's it doesn't who, mean he's normal. No, that's who the NSA should be listening to. Like, now he you want to know where the next gun violence is coming from? It's coming from that guy because everyone's jealous. No one will listen to me. Oh, what's next? Oh, got the gun. Now, he asked you a question. The question he asked was, how do you think he'll deal with fame? Well, I never achieved any fame. How would I know how someone else should deal with it? You achieved fame um, I, I don't beyond it. what I think the average go to work. I don't have a creative outlet person does. I mean, you you have stood in front of crowds of people who enjoyed what you did. Yeah, but I'm not really a social guy, so I would I'm not really into that back and forth interaction with people. Can you make a value judgment based off what you heard about how you think he'll handle fame? We all heard the call. You don't have to worry too much about being nice. Oh, okay. I, I thought you said I had to be nice. In general, you're trying to help people. Well, I know, but I don't know <laughs> if I can help that. That's okay. This might be a special case. Everyone listening heard what we just heard. So yeah, but but did give you, your opinion. Didn't you say that a lot of kids are like that? That's scary. I he may be an extreme example. Oh man, I'm not going to go to McDonald's anymore because who knows what they're putting in the food now? <laughs> you know, it was just spit. Lord knows what's in it now. I mean, that guy sounds like he'd he'd be a hamburger dick placer. He'd place his penis on the hamburger and give you some sauce, as it were. I'm sorry, sauce. Um, anyway. And maybe, okay, and but, maybe sauce. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm usually not at a loss for words. Like, where do I start? How how would he handle fame? Poorly. Very poorly. He, I like, he's, he's the kind of person that you would see, like, way past when they should be playing music. 
you know, he, the kind of person has like this weird addictive personality to applause and like the other people liking them. And uh, people that don't have talent, all they think about is having talent. Like, I don't think that guy talked once about anything that didn't have anything to do with himself. So it's kind of like, how will I handle? F you're not. You're not going to handle fame well. <laughs> you're you're going to get ad addicted to what little applause that you'll get. And then you'll spend the rest of your life clawing and scratching your way through dirty toilet bar scene trying to grab that energy that you crave. So you're going to probably end up really depressed and bitter and angry. And I don't want to be anywhere near you. Okay. I, I've got my own problems. And if I see you, just know that I'm watching and I will get the drop on you. So... So you want him to know that you also are on the lookout for him now. Yeah. All right, child. Yeah. Or if you are a child, whoever you are. No, I mean, either a child or, or like a head injury guy, you know, <laughs> like a concussion syndrome dude. <laughs> like, well, he did say Doug Baldwin at the end of the second video. So I, that's, Doug, I that's a Seahawk, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Like... Uh, like maybe he's schizophrenic. Yeah, who knows? I mean, if he if he's hanging with the Seahawks, I don't know, or thinks he is. Like, like that's a commonish name, though. Come on, it could be like Dave Larson. I mean, could be anybody. But yeah, I guess. But uh, that's not what I'm more. The Doug Baldwin is is like mild picante compared to the other shit. I mean, that's true. Well, like, hey, listen, this actually like that's the least of his problems. This actually segs nicely into the next segment. Now, this is a segment that everyone loves and waits for. No, no, I think we need to talk about this guy a little more. Like, okay. that, that, that was some disturbing shit. Are kids really like that now? Because I don't hang around kids as much as I like to make the Nambla jokes and shit. Okay, here's what I will say from my limited experience with young people. Okay, and this isn't uh, this isn't just like 15, 16 years, years old. This is up to like just below 30, whatever. The talking, the style of talking... The, the I know everything, even though I'm going to admit that I don't actually know what I'm saying, but whatever, that thing is straight up real. Like that's, Oh my God. Like, I'm glad that this I, level of, I would kill some of that shit. Like, I'm glad I hang out by myself at home a lot. But yes, this level of weird, I'm going to be a rock star and I'm doing this band thing and this weird emo, like this taking it that seriously. God, I was gonna... Like, I don't, you're right. That's probably his own thing. But who knows? I mean, maybe I don't. I don't know. Well, I mean, he's confident. I might get more from this kid. Like, <laughs> it's like, well, not after this podcast. <laughs> well, you're like, right. Like, you might be upset. But what if it? Here's the thing, though. What if he makes adjustments? That's the thing. You might get more questions. What uh, if he makes adjustments based off of what you just said? You, what if you cause a? What if you cause a moment of self-realization? Oh, great! I'm going to make a kid kill himself. No, it's the. It's not a. A choice between doing what you're doing and offing yourself. Some people reroute. Yeah, but you heard that guy. He he's obviously a uh, a bundle of extremes or whatever. Like he's got chemical imbalance up the butt. Like it. He's like puberty times ten or something. Like he's wacky. And I don't think I, you've I mean, known people like that in your life. Yeah, and I don't like to be around them. <laughs> Okay. And like, I'm not asking you to hang out with him. I would well, know, I know how to but do I'm, that. I'm saying he's not going to reach any kind of stardom when he's that unappealing. I, I mean, that's ugh, it, it. That just gives me a weird feeling because uh, I have met people like that, but that was just such an over the top portrayal that 
it makes me wonder if he's an actor, like he's, I am going to play a character hey, based on an emo kid. Hey, I couldn't tell you that's, that this isn't someone fucking around, but they yeah. went out of their way. I don't know. Like, I don't think I could just make up the amount of shit that, that person just made well, up, but maybe it's an improv person. Well, I don't know. And the fact the person's driving and we never heard paper rustle like he was reading off a script or anything. Listen, it's... Maybe I'm, he used a teleprompter. I'm leaning to the side that this is just a crazy kid. Mm. Who, by the way... Wait, where does this one live? By the, I don't know. I didn't oh, hear any... God. I didn't hear any... I don't think I heard any That's areas, how the but, internet bites me in the ass every time. But here's the thing, though. Like, bear in mind, this person discovered this podcast, knew that we were looking for questions, and sent one in that he recorded. <laughs> so he... That, I mean... So, so he's got that kind of go-go attitude that all serial killers have, <laughs> is basically what you're trying to say. Now, this does, believe me, it actually does segue into the next thing I was going to talk B- about. Because Charles Manson was a failed musician. Though, yeah. It's true. We interrupt this program for a word from our sponsor. So, Matt, you don't drive, right? Nope. And I know you've had to use car services in the past. To get places. Let's just come out and say it, Dave, to pick up weed. Well, okay. Maybe that makes sense, considering all things. But, you know, we use blackcrowncar.com whenever we can. Not to pick up weed. See, I'm trying to For whatever reason, look good. You know, our friend Soto, he owns Black Crown Car. It's a great company. But prior to that, prior to knowing about that, you had at least one experience with a driver of another car service that was um, hopefully different than the kinds of experiences other people have. What was it? So I'm sitting in the back of this cab, and I keep hearing this clicking noise. I'm not sure what it is. I'm thinking, oh, it might be the radio, but it wasn't from there. And I look up where he's driving, grabs down his pants and pulls, and it rips his pants so, like, I can see everything. And he puts his hand into his ass, and he pulls, and out comes this plastic snake. It just kind of glistened, and he goes, do you want to meet Khan? You're telling me that the driver of your taxi had a plastic snake in his ass. Just so we're clear, he, when he said, do you want to meet Khan, his name wasn't Khan. He, he was talking about the snake? I assume so, because he didn't face me. He just aimed the snake's head toward me. Is it safe to say that when you thought you were just getting a ride, that you didn't expect to have to deal with the driver with toys up his ass? I didn't wake up in the morning and go, you know what I'm going to see today? I'm going to see a snake come out of a guy's ass. Well, I'm here to tell you, Matt, that that sort of thing will not happen with Black Crown Car. At BlackCrownCar.com, their drivers are professional. Snakeless asses. Guaranteed. Wow, that's a tall order, Dave. I don't think I quite believe you. It's not a tall order. It's a simple order. Download the app from their website, blackcrowncar.com. Get it on your mobile device. They'll come get you. They'll drop you off. And you won't see the driver's asshole. Matt, we're going down a pathway. We're going to a place that we can only get to. Through the yellow lens. Through the yellow lens. And we don't mean pee. We mean Asian. So, I wanted to talk about Donald Trump. And there's a reason for this, but talking about well-adjusted people who have high opinions of themselves and think everyone cares. Well, I started talking about, like, when I take a really big shit, I started calling it a Trump, and I called it, oh, yeah, I just took a Trump. And like, oh, that's weird when we call it Trump. 
Because it's huge. It's the biggest, most glorious shit I've ever taken. <laughs> and you're going to have people looking at it. Yeah. Feast your eyes on my big, huge, shiny log. We're, we're going to be looking at this. Trust me. What? That's what he says. We're going to be taking a look at this. I'm going to have people looking at it. He always uh, says that. So that's okay. So yeah. I wonder what kind of shit that Donald Trump takes like on average. Like, is it a thick log or is it hard like rabbit pellet kind of shit? Yeah, See, just one little pellet every once or, in a while like, shoots out. And or, it hits so hard that it splashes. Or is it like squirty like syrup or syrup? Is no, thing? he's not. He's, he's way too high strung. It's just. Well, if he's really high strung, maybe it squirts out. You know what it's like? Remember when you'd go to the carnival uh, in like the late 70s or early 80s and you'd play that carnival game where you had the, the Tommy gun that shot 100 BBs and you'd try to shoot the star out of the piece of paper? Oh, I used to just get head from the bearded lady. Wait, she wasn't a lady? Now, the point is that's probably what it's like. Oh. It's like That's how it comes out, about that size, just right into the bowl. Interesting. BB machine gun. Um. This actually happened I hope, today. I hope he comes to Washington because then I can ask him that question. So what does your shit look like? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he'd be able to. Mr. Trump, what does your shit look like? Oh, Is it huge? He, he, you know what he'd say? You know, I haven't gotten the question. You know, you know what Donald Trump would say? <laughs> what? He'd go, hey, get that Vietnamese guy out of the room. Get that gook out of here. <laughs> That's what he would say. No, so this is true, though. Donald Trump... Earlier today, on the day that we were recording, was at a campaign rally in Sioux Center, Iowa, and he said this. This is an exact quote. I've seen the video of him saying it. I watched it this morning. He said, I could stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody, and I wouldn't lose voters. Well, I mean, that that's just a commentary on how stupid the people that vote, would vote for him are. That, that's all I hear. But what makes a guy say that out loud with cameras running? Because it's true. It's true, but is he just crazy like a fox? Does he just know that's going to mean once again he's the Dude, top headline? You know that he's just a Bill Clinton plant, yo. <laughs> he's a Bill Clinton plant. Yeah, because before he even like started his whole campaign, Bill Clinton said that he called him and asked him, you know, about running. And apparently, <laughs> Bill Clinton gave him some kind of advice because, like, you don't hear him talk shit about Bill Clinton, so he owes him something. Did he talk a little bit of shit about Bill? A little bit, but. Nothing like hardcore. Hmm. Well, I guess since this segment is through the yellow lens, what I'm looking for is for the average American. Well, but, well, maybe maybe Bill just said, oh, she's getting a little too on her high horse. Knock her down a peg there, Donald. Wait a minute. You actually now think that this is Bill just trying to take shots at Hillary. Yeah, I mean, you know, got to make it realistic. You don't want her to win by too much. Oh, just to even it out a little. Yeah. Just to make it look more... Real. Competitive. 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 Yeah. Well, no, I, yeah, I think I think uh, Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump have some kind of deal. But we want to look at this. Oh, through the yellow lens. We want to look at this through a through a perspective, uh, a different perspective, a way that we could maybe come to some understanding about this candidate and these kind these quotes like this and whether they're they're honest or whether they're just being subversive. What would the sage old Asian say looking at a at video of a at a campaign rally of of this guy saying this quote what would he then say back to us oh yeah watch the clown you fucking sheep watch the fucking clown 
that's it's it's not very calming and uh it's it but i mean it, i'm not saying it's not true but it, it definitely isn't gonna you know make whitey feel okay about himself no i mean you see a crazy man ranting on this on fifth with a gun you know take him out no i mean like donald trump with a gun so many people would take shots and he's like well you know he had a gun Self-defense. He'd be like, finally. Yeah, they're finally, just, they're just like, self-defense, baby. Bam! The Secret Service. I bet half of them are like, oh, man, just have him make a sudden move and just blast his <laughs> this, ass. He's the, only, he's the only person they've been guarding where they'll jump out of the way. What? Not only jump out of the way, but do a 180 spin move and, and shoot the guy. It's like, oh, we thought he was running. Wow. Hey, there's an idea for a script. It's the Secret Service detail that was, it's a guy who was attached to Donald Trump and he tries to jump out of the way of the bullet but the guy's a bad shot so he shoots him and everyone he becomes a hero for trying to jump and say <laughs> no, I, I got a better one like he gets shot he jumps out of the way but the the gunman's such a poor shot that he gets that the guy gets hit in the balls and ends up being the spokesperson for the transsexual movement because then it would make it topical it's interesting that's the, the and and probably problematic, but I, I see where you're going. We could spitball well, no, stuff okay, like if, this. If, if, we if, could put some note cards out. We'll put them up on the board on the on well, the if, on the cork board, and we'll just move them around. We'll see if we make a movie out of this thing. Wow, we're getting classy cork board. Um, <laughs> this definitely went went down away, but that's okay. We're we've actually believe it or not, we've still got some some ground to cover. Um, so we're gonna go through the yellow lens to another color. Oh, we went out the yellow lens. Oh. I like it. Yes. We got excreted through the yellow lens. <laughs> Two white slights. Now. Yeah, I guess that is further down the uh, small intestinal, as it were. Now, I know that over the course of this podcast so far, you've expressed some concern about the idea some of Some concern, yeah, because I don't want a bunch of angry white people sending me shit saying, oh, you think you're so great, yellow oriental boy. I don't, I don't need that shit. Well, I'm not a white person sent you something. Great. <laughs> no, but listen, it's not what you think. And I'm going to read this before we get into the regular part of the segment. You don't know what's on my mind. <laughs> this is from friend of the show, Sean O'Leary. Oh, I know that dude. Yeah. He writes in to say that he's really been enjoying the segment. Wait, that's... He, and you, he hopes... That would we, that be yellow fever, Sean O'Leary? He comes up with... Uh, he, <laughs> he says he's really been enjoying it, and he hopes that we come up with a new slur, that we succeed in the, the stated goal of the, of the segment. There just is no way to slur the chosen ones. Well, he put some thought into that. Oh. And here's what he has to say about the stuff that we've done so far. I'm going to read it to you because his words are better than mine on this. He writes, The best slurs involve two major linguistic elements. Roots in an origin language, for example, Negro being black in Spanish, and the obvious evolution to the N-word through the slangification and dialectic bastardization. Two, percussiveness. The best slurs hit hard sonically. We've we've talked about this actually a little bit on the show, but he's kind of laying it out for us here. So, like in Spanish, white is blanca, so you say blancoxucker or something. You are actually getting to where he goes, but he goes a Japanese route. So let me read you the rest of his email. Oh, wouldn't that be a yellow slight? <laughs> for those reasons, I really loved Crick Gypsy because it hits hard and makes me think of some white guy nabbing catfish for supper. Ditch pig, however, was something I'd heard a lot as a teenager, and it was almost universally used as a slur for trashy girls. Perhaps different regionally, but where I come from, it only meant slut. 
Which is really too wow. bad. I didn't realize he was such a follower of the sluts back in the day. <laughs> what are you going to do? But, you know, I really... Boy got a dick. I really liked Boy got Ditch Pig. And I've had an opportunity to say Ditch Pig to a couple people. Just like like saying, oh, here's this amazing thing I heard. And it, I find that some people really get shocked by it. it well, I think, I think, too, people are so paranoid these days that something's against them that... Uh, you know, you say anything that so even sounds like a slur, they're going to think it's about them, whether or not it is. I mean, ditch pig. You know, I could think of maybe 10, 11 nationalities that would immediately think it's about them. Not mm. because they are from the ditch or from the pig, but because they they assume that it's Well, remember, them. if you get a really good racial slur, it works to call anybody that slur. Really? A really good one. Yeah. Well, think about the best one. Everyone loves to call each other that. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, it just, I don't know. It, All right. It sounds kind of ignorant. So he says, so to work another angle on this, you could draw from Matt's Japanese-ness. And here's a few things. Bear in mind that it delves into my own J-nerdery. So feel free to disregard. Sean is currently living in Japan. Oh, I know. He's got yellow fever. He's got yellow fever. All right, I may not pronounce all these correct. Shiro, white, or shiroi, white, adjective form. Something off of shiroi blended into English, like if you took shiropoi, whitefish, you could get something, call whitey shirups, and then he says, nah, that sucks. But he's working it out. It's like he's showing, like when they say when you do long division, you know, show well, your work. If, if, he, if, if O'Leary wants this bit, it's all his. It sounds like he's owning it right now. <laughs> Hakujin, white person. Hakujin. Hakujin. How do you say it? Hakujin. Hakujin. Yeah. Okay, that's good. See? Uh, he says, now here's where we could get our percussive element. Haku. The Simon reading, I can't read all this. Chinese reading is well, being used in Japanese, much like person. Latin or Greek roots in English. That's just the word for white person. So he's explaining how words come about. Yeah, exactly. That means white person, right? Mm -hmm. So then he says, you really could work with the haku, like call all whiteies hacks. Maybe. It's nice and hard, but it doesn't hurt my feelings so much. Anyways, keep it up. I really hope you guys come to a nice, tidy word that ruins lives. So I thought that was some nice feedback on the segment for, you know? Yeah, that's cool. That's good. So Haku, that's a thing now. Anything that we come up with, if you could add hack to it, that 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 gives it that that Japanese root element. Is what he's basically saying. So we should keep that in mind as we search. Yeah. Anyway, let's jump into it and do it quick. Just call it the ruling class. We're continuing from last time, so people understand. Rass. I found a website called the Racial Slur Database. And w what we're doing here is we're trying to find an actual hurtful racial slur for white people. And it puts me in the wonderful position of possibly being a target for all these people that think that minorities are against them. Thanks, Dave. No, no, no. I think anybody that listens understands that you've been a, a like a pretty much unwilling participant for a lot of this. But the way we do it is I, I know because why? Why, Dave? Ask me why. Why? I love whitey. I love Whitey. Wait, didn't you have a song about it? I love Whitey. <laughs> well, you know, you had another song about it. Oh, it's all right. It's right to be white. Oh, yeah. No, that's not the one. Oh, they, yeah. You sang it earlier. Something about keys on a piano. Oh. <laughs> ivory and ivory. <laughs> okay. Very nice. Well done. Ivory. Ivory, living in perfect ivory. I love how you hit that part. That yeah. really makes it great. Well, that, it, it's all about the details, Dave. So this racial slur database, it's broken down alphabetically. I go through, 
I find some of these slurs, I read the slur to Matt, and then I see if Matt can guess what the slur means. And then after that part, I read what the racial slur database says it actually means. In other words, Dave has a weird, like, racial slur fetish. I just, I look. In the same way that Mormons like to screw. <laughs> it can inspire some interesting conversations. It's and got it has, Shana, and it has Shana here, board. and it has here. And it has, so that's what we're doing, okay? <laughs> oh, so there was a plan all along, two white slights. It wasn't just out of your ass. Yeah. Okay. We get through these five, we'll close out the show, okay? But we just started, Dave. No, we really didn't. We've been doing it for a long time. So here we go. We're moving down the list from last time. We've closed out the D section, and we're going into the E's and F. Now, there's oh, only yeah. one in E that seemed worth mentioning. And it only seems worth mentioning because, well, well you may have heard it before. White elephant? No. If you call a white person an egg. Ooh. I, I, I assume that's a bald white person. That, no. It, it, it's not a bald white person. It says here, white males that try to really get into East Asian culture and date Asian women. White on the outside, yellow on the inside, the opposite of a banana. Yeah, I guess. You'd never heard that one before, though. No, because I like singing that song. You got yellow feelings. <laughs> you could call him a hawk egg. See? Uh, it, that's just too much. Too much. Uh, because people won't understand what? No, they don't understand it, but if it sounds mean enough. And hack egg doesn't sound mean enough. Well, I mean, if if I want to cause someone, ver you know, injury through my verbiage, I, I wouldn't, I'd want to do something they'd understand because they're probably stupid if they're irritating me. Now, this one has... Hey, fucker. This one has a lot of potential for numerous reasons. Flow-tential? We're into the F section, okay? So what is flow-tential? Here it is. Mm -hmm. Fark. Farting into a dog's mouth? When a dog farts really loud? It's a May fart? Yeah. No. no, that's... See, I want... Chocolate you... baby? <laughs> Rito Moreno? I think that... I think that the deal is you got to remember that you're not going to know this unless you know something about the language. So, so that's fine. But remember, these things are all relating to, to white people. But here's what I think this it's sounds It's all good. about whitey. F-A-R-Q. Fark. That sounds like a curse word. Fark. It is not a nice word. Right? I don't know. Now, here's where it comes from. It's an Arab word. Oh. So right away, people are going to get pissed off. You're calling them an Arab word? The word means chicken. But when it's used, it is used to describe whites and light-skinned Arabs as weak and fragile. I didn't even know there were any light-skinned Arabs. Well, different culture that we don't well, have sorry. a lot of. Uh, they are, um, what do they call it? Melatonin. So apparently. Challenge. Melatonin. Oh, <laughs> Melatonally? Yeah, me melatonin. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> now, the, the idea being that this is already a word that is used to negatively describe white people and light-skinned Arabs as being weak and fragile, and it's FARC. So it comes from the enemy already, and it sounds yeah, but, mean. Uh, but if you say that in, in the U.S., people are just going, hey, man, that guy just called you a fart. You know, they're not going to know what it means. That's why you got to hit the K. FARC. And he doesn't know how to speak English. <laughs> well, it has the right, the right hit. It has the resonant hit. So, so with it, that, it's from the Middle East. I mean, it's it's scary for white people, and it sounds mean. Well, if if that is, I mean, why don't you just go and call him a farky? <laughs> farky, man, it makes it funny though. 
because honky doesn't work for the same reason. You got that. You, you add that Y on the end. All of a sudden, it's a joke. Do we take you as seriously if we call you Maddie? I don't know. How big is my gun? <laughs> <laughs> Move on to the next one because we're going to get through this one pretty quickly. Um, this is actually, I did not know this was actually a word prior to its use in pop culture. Ferengi. You mean like the Star Trek? Actually, yes. Next Generation? Thing? Yeah, it, uh, it wasn't Next Generation. It was um, it was the one where they, well, no, I guess they did show up in Next Generation yeah. for the first time. And then they they played prominently in, uh, there was a there was a Ferengi character on Deep, Deep Space, Space Nine. Nine yeah. um, it's from, the, it's another Arabic word. Uh, it, it means European. It's a corruption of French. There was a way to pronounce Franks, meaning French people, and they just, it became Ferengi. It's not spelled the so same. Wait, the Fre- like that's supposed to be a Frank alien? Well, no. Oh. It was an it was an Egyptian Arabic word to describe Europeans, but for whatever reason it had been devised off of encountering French people. Right. So what I'm saying is like so the inspiration for Ferengi and on Star yes. Star Trek was French people. Yes, it was made famous That's in not a, very flattering. It was me. made famous in a slightly ironic way by the ultra capitalist Ferengi on Star Trek. Spelled slightly differently but pronounced the same. Man. The things you learn, huh? They didn't really uh, think very highly of French people because they made them with really huge brown, you know, foreheads and big ears. True. Not that that's bad because, you know, Dumbo had big ears, so that's cool. Dumbo was cool. But you kind of have to say that cause it's elephant and the elephant could stomp your shit. Okay. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, th- the next two aren't that great. One was just funny because it was just in there. Flock of Seagulls. It was actually in the database. But it wasn't, it was just making fun of haircuts. I think with the idea that only a white person would have that kind of haircut. But if you call somebody flock of seagulls, you only say it if they have a haircut where everybody would know why you were calling them that. Yeah, and like, where were you at the old folks home shit? That's a reference from way back when. It is. It's it's a ways back, but I'm going through the racial slur database, and oh, uh, okay. you were way back when, and so was I. So I thought I'd add that in there just for... Well, I mean, I, I know that, but even... Even I know that it's all about the man bun, yo. <laughs> or the man braid. So if actually, Excuse me. <laughs> if someone was wearing a man bun and someone said, what's up, flock of seagulls, it wouldn't work. No. What we need is a very prominent band to have an actually good hit for everyone in the band is wearing a man bun. There's got to be. There's got to be <laughs> like a boy band, like and they, they called the buns with a Z. Yeah. This is the last one. It's going to be pretty easy to figure out why it's in there. The last word is pretty good. Flower bag. Well, because flower's white. Because flower's white. It's as simple as that. It's for pale, pasty white skin. Why don't you call it semen bag? That's what a a scumbag is. Oh, that would would be a... You know, scumbag... Well, it would be in the S's. Scumbag means condom. Ew, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's a used condom. I I like calling people, just call them cum buckets. (laughs) That's... Wait, you want to? You like to call people cum buckets, or no cum bucket? You like to call them that. You don't. You don't like to call condoms that. I, mean, I guess you could call them that. It'd be more of a cum bag, though. Scumbag. That's yeah. Yeah, but I mean, how old does that condom have to be for it to be scummy? I mean, if if well, you the idea a, is that it's full of whatever. well, if you have a scummy condom, it means that like you've let that shit congeal a little bit. I mean, or like maybe it was just in your wallet for four years. In your sweaty back pocket before you finally got the chance. Dude, that's, that that hat ain't gonna work. I mean, that that's, some hats don't wear. That that thing has a hole in it, guaranteed. 
Like if it's been in your back pocket for that long, especially if it has that lube stuff in it because it just soaks right in and turns that shit in the fucking fruit roll-up. In a pinch, can you use a fruit roll-up? In a pinch, you can use anything. <laughs> it might not work, but I don't see why you wouldn't try a fruit roll-up. If, if there was a difference between like getting laid and not getting laid, I'd say most guys would probably choose the fruit roll-up. <laughs> you know, especially if they'd been smoking weed, because it, it'll sound like a good idea combining oh, food know. and sex. Because I never think about food and sex Except occasionally when I've been smoking a lot of weed, it's like, oh, yeah, you could totally use a fruit roll-up as a condom. And you just have to leave. I mean, it doesn't stretch the same, so you have to leave a bit more of a reservoir tip. Well, yeah, you'll have to pre-do like do a little origami on the tip and shit, but, you know, you oh, do wait, what you do. they do. have origami condoms? If they don't, they should. Okay. <laughs> well, no, one's, Dave, why don't you Google that? Origami condoms. Let's see what the NSA can do with that. You you want me to Google right now origami condoms? Yeah, origami okay. condoms. Do you think before I do it? it, it I'm sure that something like. Do that you is. think I'm going to get condoms folded up into origami shapes, or do you think I'm going to get origami paper made into condoms? Oh my god! I hope it's not like dicks and condoms folded in weird shapes. This okay. By the way, www.origamicondoms.com. Oh, pops right up as the first hit on Google. So we're going right there. It's a real condom oh, and sex toy company. Oh, fucking God. <laughs> origami male condom. That's not origami. It just looks like a rubber spring. It's the first non-rolled engineered condom. <laughs> what do you mean non-rolled? It says it's not. That's how you get it. People are going to have to go to this website and see. Wait. They're, they're, that's the condom, dude. They're just loose like that? Like yeah. in a baggie or something? I guess. A baggie in a baggie? I don't, I don't see how you can call that origami, though. It's it's not any more folded What's than the What's the name other? of the company? There's oh. the internal one. You insert that one. Yes. Yeah, that. Oh, that's hold on. It's called a partner-initiated internal condom. It looks like a, a worm from a horsefly. Like, it looks like a horsefly larvae from here. Oh, wait. That's supposed to go in the woman? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like a pacifier for vagina. Okay, so... I th oh, dude, that that's how I should. All right, make so my they next they million. put Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation in bold letters on the about page, so they're totally trying to like be legitimate. Wait, how does that make them legitimate? I don't know. Do they use them or something? I maybe they're trying to. It says condom. It says origami condoms reinvented at the top. But it's not. It's an unfucking unrolled condom, right, isn't it? So that was just because that was the first thing. That happens on Google. Let's see what no, when, we get. What I think of when I think of origami condoms is a condom that is a square piece of rubber that has been folded into a condom. Okay, so they they totally have like Google Images just basically comes up with their company and it shows how they work. Like, dude, why the hell did was that a dog's face? Why did that come up <laughs> right there? <laughs> Okay. For okay. no apparent so, reason, a dog's face came up on origami condoms. So I went to Google, typed in origami condoms, and then hit images. So I got Google images search. Yeah, click on that. And Maybe on, the dog ate on. one. And on the seventh row down is the first thing that doesn't, the first couple of things that don't make sense that would come up with origami condom. And one of them is just a picture of a dog with really wide eyes. Now I'm wondering if that dog ate a condom. I, I think that might have been photoshopped. Um... 
someone wrote magnums are too small for some people and then put that picture of the dog with his eyes wide. So it's used as an image in a message board to make a joke. Well, let's try to find an origami condom, damn it. There's, there's no origami condoms on here, man. There's just the company. Well, there you go. There's one. What kind of dick would that go on? This says why your tax dollars are, are funding research for origami condoms, but that may have been the actual company origami condoms. This could be a group that's angry about that. Oh, that's supposed to be a sperm, not a condom. That could be, but why don't we really just go to YouTube? <laughs> wait, wait, no, maybe you, you need to put it in quotes, and then it'll only find things that are origami and condoms. Maybe. We're going to hit pause on the record and watch a video. <sighs> okay, so we just watched a YouTube video dude, about I would, origami I would not, condoms. I would not buy a condom from that dude. Again, it was the founder talking about the challenges they're having with the FCC, not allowing them to advertise their condoms because people need to understand how they're different from other condoms, and they are entirely different. Yeah, but they're not origami. They're not origami. They're fucking unrolled condoms. It, it's basically the condoms that used to get rejected at the plant. With a no, but with a structure that holds them open, and so you basically insert that, and it becomes its own thing. Oh, it's it's a woman condom. There's two types. There's one that's tight over the male, and there's one that goes in the woman. Wow, that sounds like fun. I guess you could double up, so it would be like you're a Barbie doll and they're a Barbie doll. <laughs> Yeah, man, that would make some... Manic wild... Mannequin 2 on the move. That would totally make make a whoopee cushion type situation and make the same noises probably. Like... <laughs> What's that noise? Oh, they're fucking... They're double... You know, with the double condom again. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Better double bag it. I don't know where this girl's been. <laughs> and that's all you'd hear. Oh, yes. <laughs> that's a quote from Can't Hardly Wait, though. Oh, yeah. No, no, I, I, know, I knew what you meant. I just like going... <laughs> So we're we're about to. I've got an air pocket. We're about to close out the episode. There We've been goes through. the tokenation. People, listen to me. We need you to tell your friends about the show. We need you to go give us that five star review on iTunes. Um, subscribe. Listen, we're gonna keep doing this. Send in questions. Seriously, go to nobody'snose.com. There's contact information there. Follow the Nobody's Nose Facebook page. And Follow it, us on Twitter, at Nosy Nobody. Send us in questions for Matt for the question segment. And did that kid scare the shit out of you or what? Yeah, oh my let us know what God. you guys thought about Taylor Jepsen. Oh, my fucking God. If he's around, I mean, he talked about friends and people knowing the songs and stuff, so we could hear from other people that Dude, know about those, Taylor you Jepsen. know those are the voices in motherfuckers' head? The, the applause he hears, it's to block out the sounds of the booze, Dave. The booze. The booze are also in his head. Oh, yeah, that's true. Wow. Even the voices in his head are against him. That's emo. In fact, any emo kid that wants to use that for the title of their album, even the voices in my head are against me. All my other Feel personalities free. hate me. Exactly. Self-loathing multiple personality boy. It's all yours. You're welcome. Matt, what do you want to do to take us out of the episode? Is there anything that we didn't cover today that you want to let people know about? Yeah, I just really feel bad for Ben Carson. Because, like, he was riding high for a while, and then they, everyone saw him on TV, and everyone in the Midwest goes, fuck, that dude's black? And then his the poll numbers went down. So I just wanted to say that. So as you say this, he's still in the race. But are you Dave, expecting him to... Is it a race? It's not a race. <laughs> he's still in the, the unfortunately uh, described race. Presidential for the, race. For the Republican nomination. And you, you expect that Ben Carson will be out soon. Probably not just because 
it seems like Republicans are delusional. So, I mean, even if he only had one or two voters, he would still probably think that he'd win. I mean, what a mass of twisted ideals. What the fuck? It's like before, it's like, oh, those crazy white people. Now you can't say that shit anymore because you got crazy black guy. Like he's making it rough for all all the minorities, not just the African-Americans. It's like now everybody's crazy. Before we could always just say, oh, those crazy white people. Now can't say that anymore. Thank you, Mr. Carson, for taking that away from us. Um, What do you want to say to take the episode out? You know, I just want to say, white people, you're, you're okay, even if we make fun of you. Or I make fun of you. I, I want to help all people, e- even the chosen ones. Because I've fucked Caucasians and it was pleasant. You already did that one in another episode. Well, you know, if, if, if it's a nice piece of candy, why not have another? This podcast is a product of the Nobody's Knows Podcast Network. Executive producers, David R. Larson and K. Drake Streetman. Music for this episode provided by The Hit from the record Shermer, Illinois. Next time on The Token Asian. Oh, I... I and, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cut that... <laughs> Zing! Um, got it. (laughs) Do that wagyu. Yeah. (laughs) Ah, they. But they. Yeah. They. They. Yeah. I mean, like they. Ah! I was. Oh. No, I'm going. No, I I, I don't know. Uh, You. You know. Um. And and if you can't under. Just like. No, I'm, oh, no, I'm, hmm? oh, you're I'm, a, a uh, <laughs> my wow, <laughs> um, why am I? <laughs> well, I, oh, <laughs> I don't, I was gonna try, hmm. Oh, I know I, what he'd say, he'd, he'd go, sauce.